Hey gang, this is Mike Kelly, host of the Heather Good Real Estate Show. First, I want to thank you all for tuning in. This is a podcast for real estate professionals to pick up tips and insights to continue to increase business in their business and show other areas of real estate how you can make money and continue to grow your business. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, ladies and gents, this is Mike Kelly. We are back. Another good episode in the Heavy Group Real Estate Show. Um, we got a young lady right here who, like I said, we just literally met. And she's right around the corner from us here at our prime location here in Greensboro. Um, what can I say? Talented. When I say, I mean, some people would say, well, she did it backwards, but she did it her way, which is complimentary. Licensed real estate professional in four markets, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and here in North Carolina. But here's the caveat. She's currently a college student, right? So, so there's no timeline to do something. She's with Compass, the Compass Real Estate Group, which is the, the green group. Uh, and let's give a warm welcome to Miss Yentel James. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I hope I can screw that up. No, you didn't. <laughs> listen, listen, one thing about the show, uh, in, uh, I'm going to get sure I get it right. Yentel, right? Yentel. Okay, Yentel. One thing about the show, we keep it real, right? We, we be us, still professional, but we still be us. So I want you to relax and we're going to have a good time while we dive into you. Okay, great. Uh, Yentel, we got to talk about this here because I can't, and again, I don't want to go too far in advance, but real estate license and all these different markets, then college college after yes. what 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 made you go that route and what inspired you to say let me get this license and which state did you get it well which region did you get it in first so um a little bit of background um, my dad is an agent um he started off as an agent but now he's in the investment sector of real estate um so he does a lot of flipping properties and every single one of his deals from start to finish um he's the agent he buys the property, he's a general contractor, he flips the property and then puts it back on the market. So everything from start to finish with his project, he does. Um, and from a young age, I've always seen what he did to help people and I found it um, not only fun, but inspiring. Um, I am definitely a people person, so whatever I can do to help people and talk to people, that's what I choose to do. And I refuse to be tied down sitting down all day mm. so i get to go and meet different people and do different things it's something i honestly really do enjoy um so my plan has um been to eventually end as a real estate investor but um my start is learning the realms of real estate first um and because of covid um we all had a lot of free time actually um covid when covid hit in 2020 that was my senior year of high school okay so I graduated in June and instead of just, I was sitting at home from March until I left for college. Mm. Um, so with all that time there, I tried to make use of my time to mm. better myself. And that's when I got my license first in Maryland. And I kind of um, used some of those funds to pay for my tuition because I'm out of state. Um, but my eventual plan is to start using that capital to buy investment properties. Um, so I first got my license in Maryland. I didn't get my license that summer. That's when I started taking the class, but due to COVID, everything was online. So I did my whole course on my own. No teacher, wow. no nothing. It was some work. It was some work. I can imagine. And then 
it took a lot. Then in January of 2021, so just passed, that's when I officially passed my exam for Maryland. And then I affiliated with the Green Group. Um, I love my my team so much. It is a team full of black women, mm. and it's very empowering. Oh, we, well, we, we gotta! I gotta get it for the people in the back. Say that one more time because I just love that. Say it again. <laughs> my team back home is full of black women, um, mm. very educated individuals who dominate in their field, mm. and it's been great learning from them. And if it wasn't for them, I probably them and my dad, I wouldn't have made it as far as I did within less than a year. Mm. So. So it's fair to say that you was already in the culture of mm -hmm. probably being greatness, so to speak. Um, yes. I, I, I just, I just, I'm just really amazed that you, you're licensed in all these different areas and you, you're currently pursuing a degree in what? Um, management, business management. I thought of switching to economics, but I think I'm going to stay here in the business management realm and go ahead and get an MBA and then get a doctorate in real estate development. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. So you're going down that path and someone would say, okay, you're licensed in all these areas, mm -hmm. but why would you want to continue to get a degree and get another one and get another one if you're if you're licensed these areas? What would you say to that? Um, it might be a little controversial um, the way I think about this, but I am already a minority. Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm black and I'm a female. Mm. So when it comes to being in the corporate setting with people of other backgrounds who aren't familiar with people with me, they won't respect me unless I have paper to back what I say. Um, so I feel that it's best that I do have a degree. Um, mm. And the higher my degree, the more respect I might get from other people. Mm. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Makes sense. Gotcha. Well, one thing I just wanted to add that I guess in your in your short run, and how long have you been licensed? Um, January 2021. So 11 months. Okay, 11 months. So <laughs> one, you, you know, you, you're inspiration to definitely your peers. I mean, like I said, because yeah. I only have a license in one state <laughs> and you have license <laughs> in all these different states. I mean, definitely kudos to you. License 11 months. How many deals have you had? How many deals have you closed? I think about somewhere between six and eight. I can't really give you a number, but I think it's somewhere between there. If you want me to oh, no, go no, ahead no, and no, count no, through, no, no, I can't. No, 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 you, no, you don't have to. But again, I got see, we got this section on the show where we just do a round of applause. You've been licensed less than 11 months and you closed six day deals. Six to eight deals, right? Thank you. And, and let me tell you my reason why. And there, and, and again, I'm, I'm we use this episode to show uh, uh, other peers that it definitely could be done. You get some people been in the business, they don't even close one deal or two deals. You close six to eight deals. Kudos. That first deal, walk us through it. And was it a difficult deal or was it a deal that's pretty easy because you had a good team behind you? So my first deal, um, it was for, it was in Maryland because I was only licensed in Maryland at the time. Um, they were clients looking for, it was their first time home buyers. Mm. So it was both of our first time. Um, okay. I don't tell any of my clients my age because I feel like sometimes that discredits me okay. or my experience um, mm -hmm. because I know 
a lot more than I probably should because of my background. Mm -hmm. um, so my first deal, um, their budget was 1.2 million. So I was I was really excited because um, usually when people first start out, they don't start out with Correct. clients of that caliber, if mm -hmm. you will. Um, so um, they were very, the wife was very organized. So it made it a lot easier. She knew what she wanted. Um, she knew where she wanted it to be. She knew her price range and they were definitely qualified financially. Um, so I first met them in person, we had a meeting. Um, they were very friendly. We did two days of showing and got them under contract. Oh, that's easy. Oh, beautiful. We, I think we did about eight showings, eight or nine showings. Um, the listing agent wasn't the nicest person. He was actually very rude, um, very rude. And I think part of it was because of who I am. Mm. Um, but I got that deal closed. My clients were satisfied. Um, we even we even got them a seller's credit, I think. Um, so that deal closed smooth sailing. We were even projected to close before 30 days. Mm. So it was very smooth, right to the point. Um, my, they were actually a referral and their the brother-in-law called me and he just thanked me so much for getting it them under contract and making it a smooth deal for them. And it, it really meant a lot to me because helping people, it's, I really love helping people and the feel that my work paid off, it really meant a lot. And from, from my first deal, I can tell you, I love what I do. Mm. So so we got to dive into that. We're going to peel this onion back a little bit. Mm -hmm. You said you don't like telling people your age, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, because they might say, well, what does she know? She's not experiencing. Really, you have a wealth of knowledge. What was it that gave you that that confidence or that it to make them to continue to work with you or to say, hey, okay, I like her. What, what, what was that? Um, Partially is COVID. I had on a mask. I look a lot older, mm. but you can't see my face. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So I use that to my advantage. Um, I also do wear glasses. So I chose to wear my glasses that day. Um, and of course I dress the part. Um, even as you see today, I have on a button up and a sweater. This is mm. kind of dressed down for when I would be working. Um, so just portraying myself in a professional manner, um, articulating my words, things like that. Mm. So mm. Wow, that's, that's what it. I had to do. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and the reason why I'm saying this is because you'll get somebody your age or, little, or probably a little older is probably wondering that. Such a huge deal for, for a young lady. I mean, it's, it's, you, it's, it's phenomenal, right? Quick commercial break. If you're interested in a career in real estate or you're a seasoned vet, you might want to change. New environment. You don't like the atmosphere you're in. The Headley Group Realty could be there to assist you with your career. What do we offer? Great culture, great environment, leads, and an awesome commission structure. Let us be there to support your business. One thing, you got to be in the state of North Carolina. Let's get back to the show. Now, six to eight deals. Were any one of them deals uh, uh, a deal from hell, so to speak? Because if you have not experienced yes. it, you're going to get one. Yes. It's not a lot. So talk to us about <laughs> yes. that. Yes that deal my gosh um so my clients they were first-time home buyers as well um and um so with this one their price 
cap was a lot lower. Okay. So of course that limits what we can get. Exactly. Um, so then the listing agent wasn't really a listing agent. He was just there for paper purposes. He listed the property. Mm. That's it. Don't okay. call me, call the investor. The investor didn't even have his disclosures done or disclaimers, none okay. of it. I okay. had to do it. Um, he, he cussed me out. Really? The investor cussed, yes, he cussed me out. Wow. Mm -hmm. And he cussed me out because my clients couldn't find insurance. My clients couldn't find insurance because the roof is over 30 years old. Okay, okay. And the HOA company is run by one person. And even though it's a condo, my mm. clients got a condo, they wanted them to have HOA insurance. Mm. Um, so that was an ongoing battle. I think we had to extend that deal about two weeks. Mm -hmm. Two weeks, the deal almost didn't even close, but mm. I had to fight both sides. I pretty much represented both sides. His mm. agent did nothing. Mm. So I had to keep everybody calm. My clients, they're first time home buyers, so they're really frantic. Mm. Um, and then the investor, he was very rude. He was very rude. He didn't do a lot of the things that he should have. A lot of things in the house weren't up to par. Mm. So he wasn't the best investor. And I have my clients that are on edge because this is their first time. So just trying to keep every, everybody balanced out. It was a real test and a real challenge, but it, it that one deal taught me a lot. <laughs> mm. It taught me a lot. Mm -hmm. well, well, I always say that the, the true training comes in the midst of them hell deals, right? Uh, mm -hmm. That's when you, you know, you, you can go through the books, you can hear different ages give their accounts and their experiences. But when you actually going through that fire, you know, you, now you know how to prepare it on the next one. Uh, and I'm quite sure you you know this. I would, uh, uh, and you kind of exuded that already. I would always say that when you have these deals with these uh, with these with these agents and they're they're a little difficult. I've always mm -hmm. said it's. It's not you against me. Our common goal is to get to the closing table, right? But it's this war. That's my favorite line. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's get to the table together. Like like, like we're yeah. a team indirectly, mm -hmm. but our goal is to get to this table. Not you don't have to fight me, you know? So it just right. makes it a little bit more difficult. The So four different states license. If someone was to say, well, she might be spreading herself too thin. Uh, but then someone can also say was that at least she's can, can work with different buyers and sellers in all these different regions. How would you like? How would you manage that in terms of you know your your your, your license in all these different areas? If if everybody wants you in these different areas, like is there a certain system in place? How do you deal with that? It's a system. So um, if you don't know the DC, Maryland, and Virginia is kind of known as the DMV area. It's the metropolitan area. I can drive five minutes and be in Maryland, then be in DC, and then drive another five minutes and then be in Virginia. Mm -hmm. So for that area, for the most part, it's a lot of government workers and military, um, and there's, everybody moves with the same three states. They're all very close. So the purpose of me having all three of those licenses is, is if I have a client who is like, well, maybe I want to live in Upper Marlboro, Maryland, or maybe I want to live in Alexandria, Virginia. Mm. I would have to be able to show them in those states and depending on where they want it to be, I would still have to be able to write the contract and be licensed. So that's where having multiple licenses would come into play. And as it pertains to my team, everybody in my team is licensed in Maryland. Um, and most also DC, I think there's only two of us in Virginia. So um, if somebody doesn't have license, I would get past the client. 
And then as it pertains to North Carolina, while I'm here in school, I wasn't stopping my work. Um, it took me a long time to build. I stayed home the last semester actually and did virtual to build my brand, to build my reputation. I wasn't going to stop. Um, so that's why I got my North Carolina license here. So while I'm here in school, I can still pursue being an agent. And have you closed anything in North Carolina? Not yet. I guess it's coming. Here, it's coming. It's a little slow. <laughs> yes. It's, it's coming. It's, it's, it's definitely coming. I mean, to me, you, you have that tenacity and the drive that I know it's right around the corner. Um, what, <laughs> so, exactly. What? So, uh, if you mind asking, how, how old are you? 19. Oh, my God. Look around. <laughs> <laughs> 19 years old. I wasn't, wasn't thinking about real estate, right? That's why I said this is going to be so inspirational to people who's thinking, man, should I get in? Not nah, ain't for me. Well, that's for the older folks. 19 years old and already killing. By the time you're 30, you're going to be a multimillionaire. Oh, I'm, I'm going to put that project, put that blessing out there to you. Yes, that's the goal. <laughs> that, that's the goal, huh? Yes. Um, so, yes. <laughs> you got your, so, so you got your first commission check. Ooh. I know that was a nice one, right? First commission mm -hmm. check, right? Um, it was. It was. So now you got that check. You got that check in your hand, and typically, I would think. And again, I don't want to speak for you. Nineteen year old ain't thinking about investments. They thinking about the latest, whatever that thing is, right? If you mind sharing, what was that first ticket item that you said I'm gonna spend my money on this? So I. I budget. So what I do, I allotted a certain amount to reward myself. Even if it's a regular job, you still take part of your money and use it to reward yourself for working, right? Mm. Um, a good amount of it, I I think I might've only used about 10%, not even, and rewarded myself. The rest of the other half, I saved. Of course, I tied my 10%, and then I put some in some investments. I have a few index funds and mutual funds and stocks, and then um, the part that I'm saving, I'm saving that to buy some investment properties. Nice, nice, nice. The, I mean, like I said, I'm literally just speechless here because, I mean, I think you're probably only 19 you I know that's thinking in terms of that 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 project but again i think that what they always say is is you surround yourself around good people your dad and then your team yeah. who's always on up the yes. brink of just more and more and more um yes so tell us about what 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 keeps you i know i know you you just got licensed but but what is that thing that keeps mm -hmm. you motivated that inspires you that drive that that i, I just got to stay on top because we all know school work is a beast we all know uh, 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 being licensed uh, and, and, and dealing with clients, because again, you're a project manager. I, I always say that we're a real estate professional, but we're really a project manager, right? Because we're juggling all these different- And a psychologist. And a psychologist and a reverend <laughs> and all the other things. Yes. So how do you yes. juggle all this? How do you, how do you just keep all this balance and have a sane mind? It's a lot of time management and goal setting. Um, I am somewhat of a perfectionist. I am not going to lie to you. I set goals for everything. I give myself a timeline so I can get things accomplished because if not, it's not going to get done. Um, 
I just know where I want to be in life by a certain age. And my parents have afforded me a really nice life. Um, mm -hmm. They've taught me a lot. They provided a lot, whether it be um, financially or just education, educationally. So I want to be able to continue to have that. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't depend on anybody for anything. Um, sometimes I do that. But I try, for the most part, to handle things on my own. Um, so I know that comes with a big responsibility. And as it pertains to time management, um, I allot time for everything. I try to keep my weekdays um, strictly school. Um, if other things come into play, I'll set time for that. And then I also um, try to make sure that I do things to not stress myself out, whether that be um, me going to go see a movie with my friends or um, just relaxing by myself. And then on Sundays, I try to go to church with some of my friends, but if I'm too overwhelmed for the week, sometimes I just have to take a day and decompress. Um, sometimes even just cleaning up and getting my life in order really mm. does a lot to change the way I feel. So that's what I try to do to keep everything collectively organized, whether it be um, with my schedule or my mind or just getting the things done that I want to. So I know by me being a uh, alumni of the illustrious North Carolina AT State University, right? Just, just like Aggie this, pride. Aggie pride. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I just, I, again, I don't want to assume, but I think all these great things you got going on, are you part of any school organizations? I figured that. I was about no. to say that that's too much because that <laughs> no. can be quite demanding. Oh, actually, I am. Oh, you I are? I am. I forgot. Yes, I um, I work with the Real Estate Foundation, the AT Real Estate Foundation. Okay. I have an internship with them. So um, okay. often they have luncheons and things of that nature. And I start my internship next semester, but I still get invited to luncheons and events. So okay. Okay. that's the only other thing I do on campus. Well, uh, oh, that's the only thing you do on campus? Okay. So let me ask something here. I want to I want to dive back into that career a little bit. Now you're back in your DMV area. Uh, what does that Monday morning, Tuesday morning look like? Uh, you know, starting your day, because you mentioned systems, right? Paint that picture to us mm -hmm. so somebody can see exactly what does Yentel does to, to see, see how she work her deals. What do you do? Um, Monday morning, my team, we have 8 a.m. meetings, Mondays and Wednesdays. So I start my Mondays and Wednesdays with our team meetings. Um, pretty much we go over all the deals that are in the works. If anybody needs somebody to go for a showing, um, any team events that we might have going on, or community outreach, things of that nature, or if anybody has any questions, that's when we start. Um, depending on my client load, that determines what I do. Um, if I'm trying to get a client under contract, we'll be going out seeing property, properties, and I'll be dependent on their schedule. If they work a nine to five, we'll be going after they get off of work, or maybe if they want to go during their lunch. Um, if I have a client who's under contract and we're under our inspection contingency, maybe I might have an inspection plan for the day, um, and just calling my client to let them know what's going on if they're at work. Um, it varies. For the most part, depending on my client load, there's been days and weeks that I'm running. Um, you don't know the area. So I'll be running an hour this direction, then have to come back and pick up my clients and take them to this listing and then go meet with somebody else, meet with a lender. 
Um, so it really just depends on what I have going on. Um, but I always try to end off my day by working out um, just to decompress everything that I did for the day and relax and take some time for myself. And then at night, I usually, um, I'll plan what I need to do for the next day. I might do a devotional, I might read, I might watch a TV show, um, whatever I feel like I need to do for the day to let go of everything that I had to do. <laughs> Got you, so, cause you put them goals in place. You said everything you do is goal oriented. And just for the record, I know DC. <laughs> I know the DMV okay, area. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just joking. Uh, so, <laughs> So, so, so you, I mean, like you said, you're juggling all these great things and, and I want to dive back a little bit. You mentioned you had great parents who kind of poured into you. Would you say that's, that's kind of the, the centerpiece of why you think the way you think because they poured so much? Yes. Oh, okay. So, yes. so let's talk to that because yes. I think a lot of, and I, and I can say for myself and I, I didn't have anything like that. Uh, uh, and, and maybe some other people didn't really have that pouring in early, right? Mm -hmm. What? What I mean, like, if you could remember, what age would, was they start to to start to talk to you about financial literacy, growth, real estate? If you can recall, um, I don't think there was ever a set time. Okay. Um, but my parents were military, so if anything ever happened to them, they wanted me to be secure on my own. I, mm -hmm. my parents, my mother will tell you, I've been grown since I was seven. Mm -hmm. I can, if they, if they happen something happened to them, I would be able to stop my own. I would just need somebody there for paper purposes. Um, so my mom has always taught me the import importance of budgeting. Um, it pretty much just started off tithe 10, save 10, pay your bills and treat yourself. Mm -hmm. um, that's the basis of how it started. Mm -hmm. Say that one more time. What, what age she opened up that checking account? I think about six or seven. I was six quite seven. young. Mm. Yes. Okay. Um, the real estate part, it was never really a talk into about. I just would tag along with my dad to work and often have that fire to go with him when he would close deals. And it's just something that I found interesting. Um, the big part of financial literacy really did start about 17 or 18 when I started to get ready for college. You know, my parents, they didn't get the financial literacy that they're giving me. So my mom's plan was for me to figure out how to pay for college on my own. So of course, I'm like, what am I gonna do? I have to figure out how to do this. And her thought process behind it was that she did it on her own. I mean, of course she had a different plan than mom was in the military. Mm -hmm. um, so she didn't really think about how um, I would need help. So my dad, and I was like, you got this. we're gonna do it. And I was like, yeah, you're gonna do it. Mm -hmm. So I came, real estate wasn't even really part of the plan was the funny part. It's just something that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, I, of course, I tried to find scholarships um, and things of that nature, but I really didn't depend on them. I just knew whatever needed to be done, I was gonna get done no matter mm -hmm. how I had to get it done. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the financial literacy really started my junior senior year um more so once covid hit um because once covid hit we all have this time um and you either took that time and did nothing or took that time and proved yourself mm -hmm. so my parents they made me think i really do appreciate it though they made me think being an adult being out on your own is going to be a lot harder than i found it to be of mm -hmm. course everybody's experience is different but I appreciate them 
the scare they mm. gave me, if you will, because it it pushes me to work. Mm. Um. So most of the financial literacy, I didn't learn about stocks until last year. I didn't learn about um, index funds and mutual funds until last year. Um, but once I find something, I research. Mm. Um, I see how I can use it to better me because I don't want to ever be at a place where I have to struggle. So I work hard and do what I can so I can do what I want. I want the financial freedom. I want the freedom of my time. Um, so I work right now so I can enjoy, enjoy life later. Wow. Hey guys, thank you for watching our show. We're going to interrupt you real quickly. We are in the business of referrals. If you know someone looking to buy or sell, residential or commercial here in the North Carolina area, refer us. We really appreciate that. I mean, great. And the reason why I asked you for that, that question, because people like to know the backstory, right? You know, we, we know you're licensed in all these different areas, definitely inspirational, but what was it? What was that it? And, and kudos to your parents, right? Because they poured into you. Let's shift. Sure did. <laughs> the age of social media, because I know I know you're using this like crazy. I know this is your best marketing friend. What do you say? Yes. What do you say to people who are, and everybody's different, who are not taking advantage mm -hmm. of social media for their real estate business, right? And what are the, some of the things that you're doing to attract attention to make people want to work with you? I'm not always the best use of social media. I am not going to lie to you. My um, operations manager of my team, she gets on us every week about it. You need to start posting. These are the algorithms. You need to start doing real. She is honest about it. Um, so I just try to be proactive and use any information that I'm given or advice that I'm given um, and use it to towards my benefit. Um, I was doing a challenge where I was posting three times a day. That actually gained a lot of my followers. Um, I'm not even sure how you found me, but probably from my social media and trying to um, post and using certain hashtags or reaching out to certain people. Um, mm -hmm. Reels actually do help a lot as well, even just as it pertains to networking on a day-to-day. -day. Um, if I'm out, I try to pass out some business cards depending on how I'm dressed and the appearance mm. I'm giving off because you know mm. if somebody comes up to you and they're not looking the best you're like I'm not working with them you know gotcha. so gotcha. um if I try to pass out business cards sometimes um I'm not always the best with that I do end up talking to a lot of people like I said I'm a really friendly person but real estate doesn't always come up I try to make it um but if it doesn't, I'm not going to force the conversation with something that doesn't fit in the conversation. Correct. So I try to make use um, of social media, um, of meeting like-minded people um, mm -hmm. or finding preferred lenders. Because if there's a lender, they're going to need an agent. Correct. If there's an inspector, they're going to need an agent. Um, so just building those connections as well. We all help each other. Mm -hmm. By you being on campus, you know, you're, again, you're a sophomore, walking around, engaging, meeting people. You tell people, I don't know if you do tell people about you being licensed. Uh, do you inspire people? Do you get people saying, I want to get my license. What do I do? All right. So do, do you have I that do. happen? I do. I do. It actually happens very often. Um, at first, I didn't, I don't like the necessary attention. Mm. I really don't. 
You're so a superstar. I try not. You're very like, rare. You are rare on that campus. I have all them <laughs> licenses. Uh-huh. So I try not to bring it up, but of course, um, I dress very um, professionally. I dress like I wore every day. So people ask me why. Why I dress like this? Why I dress like that? So of course, it does come up in conversation. And I, I'm actually planning to maybe even do a seminar in a class on what I, on what I did because so many people have asked me what I've done and it gets a little repetitive answering the same thing so why not just give it all out at once that's it um so that's my project for December um to figure out how I'm going to organize that but I really do like that I can inspire people to do things I mean college is not the only way to make money and that's what exactly. we've been made to think um college or something illegal, right? That's not what you do. There's stocks, there's real estate, there's trades. Mm-hmm. So, um, cause I know I've, I've met a lot of friends here where paying for college is easy. So finding ways to pay for college is something that they can need. So if I can help somebody do what they need to do, help them do what they need to do by telling them what I did, I'm more than happy to do that. Mm. So if I can, I will. Just sometimes I don't like to feed it myself, you know? Mm. So maybe just doing the seminar will help the information be available to everybody. I like that. I like that. Uh, Until we we ask every guest that that come on the show, which, like I said, you gave us a lot of good golden nuggets to give us two golden nuggets, right? Whether it be a book, quote, scripture, a good book, a good movie. Uh, anything that's inspirational or just a good piece of advice uh, so we can just get people that just inspire people. Give us two golden ones. What you got? Um, my, it might be a cliche verse. Um, for the most part, everybody knows this verse. Um, Philippians 413. Mm-hmm. If you don't know it, feel free to go ahead and look. But, um, I really do use that verse to almost everything I do. Um, and when I get overwhelmed, I try to take a step back um, I might journal. Mm-hmm. I might just look at where I am and reevaluate what I need to do um, mm-hmm. in a more efficient way where I don't stress myself out. And ultimately, I think if you if you have goals, that's all you need. Because if you have goals and you make the steps that you need to achieve them, the only person standing in your way is you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I have a cousin. Um, complete opposites so what I what I tell them is you don't plan when you don't plan you plan to fix my mom used to always talk that so when you have a plan in place you might not always hit your goals when you want to but as long as you're trying that's still progress you know so setting my goals I feel like those keep me from a very different path than my peers you know um, some people were in they're doing some things that I know this is doing or are taking advantage of the opportunity we have being here. Um, especially at the HBCU, we have so many recruiters and um, people of that nature coming here looking for us. They want us. They want to give us those six-figure jobs. They want to give us those internships. So I feel like if you don't plan and see your end goal, you're not going to get what you want out of life. I just, regardless of what... I do, I try to make my family happy and make God happy. So as long as I feel things, I feel like I'm making progress. Wow, wow. Good, great stuff right there. Now, now, 
we usually ask this, I usually ask this question like uh, pretty much in the middle, but is there a question that you would like to answer that you that you would like, is there a question that you would like to answer that I didn't ask you? Um, I don't really think there's a question I have. Um, if there's any more information, I'm more than happy to share. Um, but I don't think I have any question that I would want to answer that you haven't asked. Mm. Okay, well, well, I want to say this, uh, uh, and this is more of acknowledgement and the praise. And I want to say something. I just met this young lady, and I definitely want to tell you, and I know you will, definitely keep going. Very inspirational, and you are really inspiring people that you may not even know you're inspiring because you're doing some great things. You got some great things going in your future. And definitely, I wish you the best of luck, right? I mean, I, 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 I just, you. like I said, I'm speechless because I'm just at 19, got all these licenses and and is doing some great things. But again, I wish you the best of luck. And, and again, we want to thank Intel James with Compass, the Green Group, for being on our real, real estate Green show. Group. The Green Group. I'm sorry yes. about that. The Green Group. Yes. And um, <laughs> we will see you all next time on Heavy Group Real Estate Show. Hey, gang. I hope you really enjoyed that show. Our guests provide us some great tips and insight. And please support them on all social media platforms. And while I'm saying that, support us on all social media platforms. And don't forget, watch the entire video on YouTube. We'll see you next time.